Support for IPR comes from Hands in Harmony, a therapeutic healthcare facility with a splash of spa and a team of holistic healers to help in the quest for health, harmony, and happiness. Cedar Rapids and Mount Vernon. Classes, massage, and more at myhih.com. Today is Tuesday. It is the 5th of December. This is Here First from IPR News. I'm Clay Masters. Iowa Republican Congressman Zach Nunn is co-sponsoring a bill that would make members of the U.S. House and Senate who are expelled ineligible for a congressional pension. Going forward, I think it's very important that we have a clear roadmap for individuals who violate the public trust and are removed from Congress that they can't access any of those benefits. Former New York Congressman George Santos, who was expelled last week, will not be getting a pension because he hadn't served long enough to be eligible for one. But Nunn says two House members who were expelled in 1980 and 2002 were able to get pension checks from the government. Last week, all four of Iowa's Republican U.S. House representatives voted to oust Santos. A Des Moines teacher of English language learners has been named Iowa's Teacher of the Year for 2024. We get the details from IPR's Grant Gerlock. Ann Minx is a 16-year teacher at Hoover High School. Iowa Department of Education Director Mackenzie Snow says Minx was recognized as Teacher of the Year for her skill as an instructor as well as her motivation and support for fellow teachers. Speaking after the school assembly at Hoover where she received the award, Minx said she wants to share credit with her colleagues and family. For me, the really important thing is that it's kind of shining a light on Des Moines Public Schools and the good work that we're doing here. And in addition, just kind of honoring my family and all that they have given me. Mink's family has a history in teaching. Her grandmother and her grandmother's four sisters were all in education, as well as her own mother and aunt. As an ambassador to other teachers around the state, Mink says she plans to advocate for ELL education and evidence-based literacy instruction. A southern Iowa military supplier that has been accused of endangering U.S. troops and contaminating Union County groundwater is now locked in a legal battle over the cost of cleaning up the manufacturing site. The Iowa Capital Dispatch reports the site in question is the Wellman Dynamics Manufacturing Plant in Creston. For decades, Wellman Dynamics has done business as an aerospace supplier that manufactures large magnesium and aluminum castings for the defense industry. Court records indicate that in 2018, while mired in bankruptcy, Wellman Dynamics was purchased by the newly formed entity WDC Acquisitions. As part of that purchase, WDC Acquisitions assumed the responsibility of cleaning up the site, which had been heavily contaminated in the mid-1960s by the site's then-owner, Hills McCannon Company. Massachusetts recently joined California in passing legislation that requires more housing space for hogs in order for the pork to be sold in the state. Harvest Public Media's Anna Pope reports some in the agriculture industry are waiting to see if more states will follow suit. The U.S. Supreme Court upheld California's Prop 12 in May in a split decision. Elizabeth Rumley, a senior staff attorney at the National Agricultural Law Center, says the ruling could have broad effects across the industry. It's, it goes well beyond just allowing these types of provisions for pork or for eggs or for anything else. It opens the door to restrictions on the sale of goods with many different types of production practices. A Massachusetts law is currently being challenged in court. Some ag groups argue it could prevent the transportation of pork through the state if it doesn't meet regulations. And North Dakota's Governor Doug Burgum has ended his presidential campaign ahead of next month's Iowa caucuses. Burgum did not meet the polling threshold for tomorrow's debate for Republican candidates. 
Burgum, who did not qualify for the debate in November either, says the Republican National Committee's requirements are nationalizing the primary process and taking the power of democracy away from the engaged, thoughtful citizens of Iowa and New Hampshire. Burgum did participate in the first two televised debates. This is here first from IPR News. Can we heal the environment? In Kansas, we're working on it. Up From Dust is a podcast about how humans reshaped the world to fit urban landscapes and agricultural needs. We'll meet the people who are rolling up their sleeves to find more sustainable ways forward. Listen to Up From Dust from KCUR, part of the NPR Network. Florida Governor Ron DeSantis and former President Donald Trump were in Iowa over this last weekend. Trump is looking to overcome even the slightest competition he may have as the race for the Iowa caucuses enters the home stretch, while DeSantis tries traditional campaign tactics to close the double-digit gap with the Republican frontrunner. I joined both candidates on the campaign trail this weekend. The fire marshal won't let anyone else into this crowded suburban Des Moines bar, and it's still hours before Donald Trump speaks. Today's opening deer season. I mean, it's a miracle I'm even here, right? Gary Leffler shows up to almost all of Trump's events in Iowa and warns he shouldn't take his wide lead in the polls for granted. There's still quite a few Iowans that are in that camp that are like, you know, we're not going to be totally decided until it's game time. Dozens of people who can't get in stand outside to catch a glimpse of the former president. Inside, people are standing on stacked cases of bush light. Some are even on top of the bar itself to see over the crowd as Trump takes to a makeshift stage. Trump reminisces about his second-place finish in the Iowa caucuses eight years ago. We should have won it with, uh, you know, a lot of uh, sort of foolish things happened. And it's the only time I had a minor defeat, but I learned a lot. Trump's campaign is more organized this time around. At this event, they show a video about how the caucuses work. Volunteers get people to sign commit to caucus cards. Sandy Carpenter says she's going to help Trump out this time. I checked the box to knock on doors. I'm going to get try to get all my neighborhood to go. And because honestly, when we went eight years ago, that's how that's how we got involved was somebody knocked, you know, on my door and said, hey, do you want to come to the caucus with us? Many in the crowd, like Dee McKnight and Deanna Hyatt, say they're frustrated that Iowa Governor Kim Reynolds announced last month her endorsement of Ron DeSantis. <laughs> it's like a stab in the back. I could not believe it. It's not up to her to try to manipulate our vote. The crowd even boos you know, when Trump brings her up. I got along with her very well. Meanwhile, in the small town of Newton, Reynolds tries to energize a markedly different crowd as she introduces the Florida governor. Because governor DeSantis was the only candidate that made the commitment to go to all 99 counties. And today we get to celebrate delivering on that promise. Right here in Jasper County, number 99. That's every county in Iowa, and it's a traditional strategy that's historically paid off in the caucuses. DeSantis has held more than four times the number of events that Trump has in the state. The fact that I'm willing to do this, that should show you that I consider myself a servant, not a ruler. And that's how people that get elected should consider themselves. Unlike those Trump supporters at the bar in suburban Des Moines, some in this crowd are still weighing their options. Bob LeBlanc says it's between DeSantis and former U.N. Ambassador Nikki Haley for him. He thinks there's an opportunity for another candidate to rise above Trump here. I think we have a very winnable fight against the real hard Trump supporters that, hey, 
we like him. We love what he did for us, but he's not worth the trouble right now. It's too important. With a little more than a month until the caucuses, will this year's contest pack a surprise like it has in the past? Or will the former president's grip on his party trump the state's traditions? This is Here First from IPR News. I'm Clay Masters. You can find this podcast wherever you subscribe to them.